Hi, friends. Welcome to the No One Is Listening podcast. I'm here with my friend and co-host, Steve. Steve, say hi. Hello. <laughs> um, today's going to be really exciting. I'm really excited for today. Actually, it's been a while since we talked, yeah? Um. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's been a bit. I mean, honestly, I feel like we're always just like, yeah, like, we'll we'll hit you guys up like every three weeks or so. And then, you know, life happens. Um, but this is one of my favorite chats to have because, well, one, we're heading slowly but surely into the Oscar season. So we'll save some time um, at the end to talk about that. But we wanted to take a look back at um, do a little bit of reflection. So I think this time last year, we did an episode around our 2023 preview and what we were looking forward to. Um, and Steve had the hard job of re-listening to that episode to summarize for all of us. Um, it was actually a really good said. episode. Yeah. Um, so we'll do that. And then this year, instead of doing a preview slash what we're looking forward to, I think we're going to try to see if we have a career in fortune telling and do some 2024 pop culture predictions. I, we did not share these with each other before recording. So I'm excited to hear what you have. And I'm I'm sure you care about the things that I will say. Um, and then we'll end the episode uh, as usual with our um, obsession of the episode. So let's get going. All right, let's do it. So yeah, um, I I listened to our 2023 preview. And Jen, I have to say, you got a lot of things right. Especially Wait, but when we didn't it comes do to predictions. Cinema. It wasn't a prediction, but it, you were right in wanting to watch these things okay like you 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 knew that the i don't know if you knew but you wanted there were things that were coming out that you were like i want to watch this and you know what jen many many people agreed with you a lot of people spent a lot of money watching the things that you were looking forward to all right so, okay let's um, go yeah all right so I, i'm just going in order of like some of the stuff that we we talked about in that episode uh because let me tell you as right as you were i was wrong I was totally off on Secret Invasion. I was off on Ant-Man. Um, I think I was kind of off on on Creed 3. Did you and, were you saying that you were going to watch these things or were you saying that these were going to be like good quality great question. entertainment? I, I said I was gonna watch them. I was wrong there. And I said I, I with Secret Invasion and yeah, with Secret Invasion, I said I was skeptical or I, I was kind of like hedging. I was lukewarm on it. I was saying I I I I hope it's good. I was like pretty sure Ant-Man was going to be good and I was hedging a little bit on Creed 3, but the the part of Creed 3 that I was like totally off on, I was all in on Jonathan Majors and he is now it hurts. He no longer has a job. <laughs> you it know? hurts. Um so did you totally see his um he No, he, not um, yet. I don't watch the it interview yet. that he did. Ugh, just did that whatever. air this morning? Uh, no, it aired, I think, two days ago. Oh, okay. Um, so, so you watched it. It sounds like you watched it. I just, I saw clips of it, and I was like, get this man off my screen. So I have no sympathy, and I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah, so I was I was off on those things. Um, did you, here were your first three things. I, I think you told me uh, off mic that you had seen two, two or three. I don't know which two or three, though. Mm. You said you were looking forward to Daisy Jones and the Six, mm-hmm. American Born Chinese, and mm-hmm. Shrinking. Which of those uh, did you watch? I watched one out of the three. Oh. <laughs> um, that's really interesting. So I, you know what it is? Like, I actually hate the, sorry, Amazon, but I hate the Amazon Prime experience. Like, I just don't what? think it's a, the interface is great. Like, I don't know. What? I'm just like not into it. I so, love that interface. That's my favorite. You, I think that's my favorite out of all of them. You are kidding me right now. Wait, wait, okay, what let's, wait, wait, wait. What don't you like about the Prime Video interface? It feels messy, and I don't understand. I, I feel a little bit about this um, with Apple too. Like I don't understand what is available to me and mm. what I have to rent or buy. Oh, like I just do, okay. don't yeah, yeah, like. Yeah, this yeah. is so confusing. No, like it's right, mixing right. me up. Plus, like when you're upselling, like with the Showtime subscription, like you get the like. I'm just like I I don't really need this right now. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's why. And like it, it's a little bit of a similar vibe with Apple. I it's just I think Apple just looks cleaner and it's probably because like I'm an Apple stan. Like I just think like 
their interface just looks a little bit cleaner and less messy than the Amazon one does. So because of that, like I don't, I usually try, I usually don't gravitate towards Amazon stuff until I'm like, oh shoot, I have to watch that or I forgot that. So I definitely did not watch the Daisy Jones and the Six, which has been on my list for a long time. Um, Wait, and I real quick with so so for you, it's the it's the library and the browsing. It's, yeah, it's a library. Okay. It's not necessarily like the content that's on it, like because I have watched plenty of Amazon no, no, or things sure. that are on. Um, and I did not watch American Born Chinese, but um, yesterday it was announced that uh, there is no go- there's going to be no season two, and it was it's been canceled by Disney. So I'm not really sure that I want to watch it. I have to Google to see if it ends on a cliffhanger, and if it doesn't, I'm not really sure that I I want to invest in it when I know that there is no um resolution to it. So what I did end up doing, I did watch Shrinking. You know, it's no Ted Lasso, even though that is what it gets compared to because of the um. Uh, writer but I enjoy I thoroughly enjoyed it and I forget how much I like Jason Siegel until I watch him and things so I highly recommend it or enjoyed it yeah um but I'm so disappointed then, I had like a whole 365 days to watch three things I, I'm sure 2023 Jen forgives 2024 okay okay right. yes you're um, right the the thing that I was really looking forward to and I'm so glad it worked out this way if you listen to the to the episode I'm so I'm so nervous because video game adaptations always go so poorly. But mm-hmm. Last of Us, Last of Us was great. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I really love that show. Um, I was okay. The next thing I was looking forward to is the Super Mario Brothers movie, which it's tough. I didn't watch it in theaters. I watched it at like a friend's house, but my friend also has kids, and the <laughs> the kids kept talking. Through. So I can't Were you tell. So it. mad. <laughs> No, I wouldn't say mad. I was just like, this is like, I'm really particular about who I watch sports and who I watch movies with. Like, I can't watch sports with just anyone. I I certainly can't watch it in like public because I don't like hearing like normies talk about sports oh or like God. pretend to like talk, like pretend, like pretend to know more than they actually do. Like, I hate sure. that. Yeah, and with with movies, I need people who are like not gonna like. Uh, so I talk a lot during movies that I've seen before, but if I've never seen it before, I'm so like locked in. That's so funny. Okay, yeah, all right, um, all right, sir. So, but so I think the movie's fine. You were you were so on with Barbie and Oppenheimer. What did I say about Barbie and Oppenheimer? That it was gonna be a billion dollar no. <laughs> like single handedly reviving the movie industry? No, you were like the, you were like. I'm really looking forward to these. I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be unique. Um, and that's at definitely adjectives. You, I mean, it's more than that, you know, end up being a sensation, but like you were on it pretty early January of, of 23, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm really, you, really you happy about that. I actually, Barbie is one of, is my favorite movie from last year, I think. Um, just because there's just so much that it, delivered on and it's really really hard to um you know leading up to barbenheimer like literally everything was pink you know the marketing Mm. team and it's really really easy then to be like f this like i'm so sick and tired of it but like but when the content is there or like it's it's everything that you had hoped it would be and more like it just, it lived up to so many things. And I just really, really yeah. loved the movie going experience. I watched it twice in theater actually. And like, I liked it better the second time. Cause then I could like, I anticipated what was coming. So like, I was able to like live in yeah, the yeah. jokes a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbie sweet for the Oscars. Let's go. <laughs> um, ready. The next, some of the next stuff you had, uh, I haven't watched air yet. You said you've watched air. Did you watch Little Mermaid? What? You did not watch Air yet? I didn't. I didn't. Dude, you would love Air. It's like it's like if Nike paid a. But I'm not a huge Nike head. I'm not. You're totally right. Well, I'm into Jordans. I'm into Jordans for sure. But that's because of Michael Jordan, not because. Do you like talkie movies? Oh, I love talkie. I mean, I love all like you know. I love all the um, uh, Sorkin movies. Yeah, no. it's not Sorkin-esque in that way, but it's definitely also more of a talkie movie than not. Um, but I think if you have any sort of 
Uh, it, you know I'll what? It. It's a gigantic, no, gigantic lesson, and like in in marketing branding, and I really, really, really loved how game changing the entire. Like I had no idea because I just don't have that point of reference. I I'm, I don't I don't care for Air Jordans and I like Nike a lot actually, but um, like I'm not a huge like sneakerhead or like I I'm not even a huge Michael Jordan head, even though I've loved you know the Last Dance or whatever. But like mm-hmm. it's it's just this, it's so it was just really riveting to like understand how like him this brand, but then also the people at Nike literally upended an industry and like have has created like how we do deal making with sports players today and like you know just to go off on this a little bit like you know like Lionel Messi now plays for um and uh Miami and um like the deal that he signed to come play for a US soccer MLS um yeah. is crazy and it reminds me like when that deal was signed it reminded me of like what i had just watched in air because oh, it was it's both are just really really like it's going to be game changing so i really think you should watch it i um okay i had better or higher hopes for it leading into the oscar season which i know we're going to talk about it in a bit i don't know that i think it's i think it has i don't know that it will get anything at the Oscars and I don't even mean like the awards like I don't even know that it is in contention for noms anymore but um you know Ben Affleck and Matt Damon yeah Ben Affleck and Matt Damon when you put them together I think they just do interesting stuff so you should watch it um yeah no I'll probably end up watching on your favorite Um, streamer Amazon Prime (laughs) no you know what yeah you're you're right the browsing experience isn't great it's so messy Right, but the playback, like I love when when like the the video is actually playing. I actually find. Do you it like to be the X-ray for feature? I, I like all. They of call it. it like, I, I like all of it. I like the like the buffering. I like the where like the ten seconds back, ten seconds forward stuff. Like mm-hmm. I I know okay. it. Yeah, I know it's not. It's like how do why would you, who does who even notices that stuff? But I think because I'm on my phone mm. a lot, and that's how I'm watching it. I really do prefer the the playback on on prime but you're right the the library and the browsing is actually atrocious that's true but, but you know what i don't ever watch stuff on like other than on my tv so i do wonder if the oh. experience is different yeah well no even on the tv i like um the ability how it you can like uh, interesting okay yeah because all right prime video we we watch thursday night football mm-hmm. on on the tv um, yep, okay yep the things that that I was uh, on was I was all over across the Spider Verse, and mm. it, it happened to exceed my high expectations. So good. Yeah. Same thing with. Well, what uh, are we gonna John do? Four. Like, oh. it's not the. It's indefinitely. Oh my gosh! I don't know. You know? I don't know what I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep watching across the Spider Verse. I guess, um, but like, it it sucks. I mean, and I know like it was like strike related it'll and come stuff out. like that. But it'll, like, it'll come out. no, but like then I'm just gonna be like, I forgot what happened. No, you won't. You won't. You won't. You'll just okay. watch it again, and you'll be like, it's great. Uh, John Wick 4 uh, was solid. Uh, Mission Impossible was solid. Uh, the two movies, one you were, uh, one you wanted to watch, one I wanted to watch, neither one of which came out, was Mad Max Wasteland and Dune 2, both mm-hmm. coming out this year. And then more like general pop culture stuff, it wasn't necessarily a show or a movie. Um, we were we, we were on top of like the Rihanna halftime show being good. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Super Bowl, and then we were on. Um, I think we 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 didn't realize how huge the Eras Tour was gonna be. I don't uh, think anyone that, did. Yeah, I mean, you you alluded to it, like the ticket sales and stuff, and so did I, because that was when we were trying to figure out how to sell your tickets. Yeah. When you read it, I mean, when you watch it again, but it ended up being like, it, I mean, Taylor Swift. I don't know about single handedly, but was a huge contributing factor to uh, holding back a recession for like mm. an entire year, mm-hmm. you know. So that was that was pretty cool. Um, so yeah, the, it's just fun to go back and, and listen to it because 
I know every month I'm like, oh, I can't believe it's already, especially once you get to like Q3, Q4, it's like, I can't believe it's already September. I can't believe it's already November. I can't believe it's already the holidays. But then when I went back to listen to some of the stuff we were talking about in January, I'm like, oh, that was like a long time ago. Like so much stuff has happened. And even for like, Jen, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like for 24, like all the Epstein, Epstein stuff, all like the, the tunnels underground New York City, like, I'm like, how is it all only 10 days? 2024 <laughs> feels like it's been four months already with all the things that have, that have happened in the last, you know, 10 days. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see this time next year. Well, I'll be listening to this and being like, oh my God, remember, we were, remember, yeah, remember yeah. the tunnels under New York yeah. city. Um, <laughs> if you have no idea what we're talking about, just don't even, it's just not, just don't, Google just it. Ignore it. I don't know. Just, yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, let's move on to predictions for this year for 2024. So we each came with three. Um, why don't we have you go first? Cause I'm really curious what yours are. Cause you kind of categorized it for me. You said you had two obvious ones and the, and, and what was, how did you categorize your third one? I don't remember. Um, I don't remember. Okay. That's okay. G- give me one of yours first. Okay. I think it's going to be, um, th- this is like an obvious one, but I could be wrong, but just looking at the slate of movies that are coming out this year, I do not think we will have a movie year like we did in 2023 in terms of box office and that mm. the Barbie Oppenheimer mm. you know the number two grossing movie of last year was Super Mario Brothers I I I think I read that somewhere but every time I hear it I'm always shocked yeah so I don't think that here's my out on a limb go for it prediction um so domestically, I don't. So I'm just talking domestically, not worldwide. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's any. Um, Barbie, I think, ended up making just domestically like six hundred thousand, six hundred thousand, yep. no, six hundred yeah, million right dollars. Six hundred thirty-six um, million. Yeah. I don't think anything will come close to to that. So what? Give me a number. Give me a number. What's going to be the highest growth? I don't think anything film? is going to gross over 500 million and we had two movies barbie yeah. and super mario brothers do that last year yeah. um let me look at uh let me look at actually because this is not as fun worldwide we had barbie at number one it made 1.4 billion then super mario brothers at 1.3 and then oppenheimer was third with all close to a billion I predict nothing. Actually, let me change my prediction. I predict nothing will hit up a billion dollars next year. Internationally. Globally, yeah. And I like, you know, just looking at the slate of movies, like maybe the things that come close to that is like maybe Dune. I don't think so. Um, we're getting yeah. the Mad Max um sequel. That's great. Uh I don't know, like I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but I just I think the Barbenheimer, um, it was just it came out a really perfect time, and it like then egged each other on in terms of like getting people to like participate in this like pop culture phenomenon, and I just I just and and you know like all obviously the Super Mario Brothers movie existed and like happened to make so much money, but I don't I don't think so. All right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you mine because it's related. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think we're gonna have a comic book movie in the top five. Ooh, what's coming I, out? Uh, you know, I'll be completely honest. I took like a cursory look, but I didn't even. I'm I'm not one. I don't know if this is like ignorance or confidence, but I'm like I don't even care what's coming out next year. I'm just pretty sure we're not gonna have one in the top five. And by comic book, you mean Marvel, DC? Marvel, DC, Sony. Sony that's based on Marvel characters. I just don't think we're going to have one in the top five next year. Um, you know what is coming out next year? The sequel to Inside Out. Do you care? Oh, you don't care. I mean, I care. I care for sure. I, I love the What about the Joker? You don't think it's going to be in the top five? No, I mean, that's probably R. That's probably rated R. Oh, is that the... Is that the um? 
is that Joaquin the Phoenix and uh, bar? Back no, no, North. is that the bar for like because it's a it's a rated R, like it's not a comic book. Movie? It's just hard. No, no, it's harder for rated R movies to make money. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. All right. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Is, I don't... Would Deadpool be considered? Oh, would Deadpool oh, yeah. be an R? Would be rated R? Well, no. My thing is like, like people, I, I'm not confident Deadpool's gonna be good. But the second one. With some wasn't. of this stuff, I don't know. It doesn't matter if it's good or not. I think, I think for some of it, it does. Okay. I think All if, right. if yeah, I'm just. I, I mean, I'm not. This. I feel yeah. good about us. I I, <laughs> I do too. <laughs> Nothing over half a half a bill, or no, domestically you said or billion globally. Or billy globally, and I don't think we're gonna have a comic book movie in the in the top ten. Great, um, let's go. Let's go twenty twenty five. Uh, future us, did we do good? I don't know. Ready? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you one of mine. You went first okay. for round okay. one. I'm gonna go first for round two. I think Bob Iger gets fired. Oof. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't feel good about successor. it. He doesn't have a successor. Yeah, you know what? I mean, I I'm not saying resigning. I don't think the board would do that. No, I don't think the board would do that because he doesn't have a successor yet. You know, a lot can okay, happen but that, yeah, in a year. No, you're right. Tell a me why. Did he fumble? Is it because of his fumble with, like, the, like, writers and actors' skills? I, you know, I think that's more the public part of it where it's not great PR. I think people won't be easy to – forget that i don't think we'll be allowed really to to forget that but i think most of it is that he has come back and you know it was clear that his first tenure i'm not going to say it was like luck he obviously is very good at his job but i think a lot of people thought he would just come back and it would be the eiger like magic mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. and that hasn't that it's not like he's come back and now everything's better. That just hasn't that just hasn't happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think he was incredibly shrewd and opportunistic and made every right decision that first tenure. And you know, sometimes you just have to acknowledge that, like, you know, um, as much as it as it was like hard work and skill, I think context, circumstances, and luck had a part to play with, with that success and the luck has run out. I'm sure okay. he's still very good at his job. I'm sure he's very good at his job. And no, but to your I point, also, Jen, yeah. I was just gonna say to your point, Jen. Like, I don't. I'm not saying he should. I just have a feeling that patience will wear thin on the board and the shareholders. Okay. I think that's so, a yeah. really interesting. Yeah, and I don't have anything against Bob Iger, but oh, I should we also... should, for some of our listeners? Should you? Can you tell people who Bob Iger is? <laughs> Bob Iger is currently the CEO of Disney. Is that the yep. parent company? Yep. Yep. Yeah, company which owns Disney. a bunch of, uh, obviously a bunch of companies, but he had previously been CEO, then um, groomed his successor, Bob Chapek, who yep. uh, many questioned the decision just because Bob was in charge of like parks and just like not, not, necessarily who you would think that um, he would hand off uh, running a a company that has become so much more about their IP and talent um, as much as, you know, their parks and stuff. And then unceremoniously, uh, Bob got, Bob Chapek got fired and Bob Iger came back and post, like, reinstituted him, himself in to the role, um, not dissimilar to the way that, like, the Jay Leno, Conan O'Brien. Oh my God! Stuff went down in, um, you know, obviously like a long time ago. But, uh, and I think a lot of people felt like some of the things that had happened under Bob Chapek's reign, like you know, like Scarlett Johansson suing Disney for, um, for you know, I don't know, like money that she felt she was owed due to like. Black Widow being released on streaming versus like movie movie theaters and stuff like that. Like he just wasn't like a person that people felt like, you know, had talents ears to like negotiate deals and like make obviously like these movie stars and like big talents like happy. And like Bob Iger has been um, really being a champion of of that 
stuff. But as Steve and I were talking, like, you know, we, he sort of had made some unsavory comments um, during the strikes and kind of like revealed his like true, like, at the end of the day, I'm a studio exec colors. And I think that didn't sit well yeah. with um, a lot of people. And then obviously well with, with no one. So well with, no one. well with yeah. nobody and then with all of the stuff that is like the the sort of um beating that marvel has been taking recently like i think a lot of people are just kind of like pointing the fingers back at him so i Steve, the, I, you know what i take part it, out loud uh-huh um Steve, i take back what i said i feel like yeah maybe there is a time for some changing of the guards and like for him to like fully, fully, fully step back. And so maybe, maybe that will happen. Maybe he will decide to run for president. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who All knows? Right. Uh, okay. What's your second prediction? I have a pop culture prediction. Okay, let's do it. It involves two celebrity couples. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me think. Oh, does yeah. One of them ha- does one of them have to do with uh, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey? Absolutely. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. I think in 2024, Travis, uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift will get engaged. Whoa! I was gonna go the other way. I no, thought you were gonna say that they're gonna. No, I'm. But wow. I think Justin wow. Bieber and Haley Bieber will get divorced. Oh, so th- that's okay. my prediction. Hold, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's break this down. Okay, I think with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey, I have, I'm informed enough where I can engage in a conversation with you. Wait, let's with, go. With with um Haley and Justin Bieber, I will have that's gonna be more questions. Okay, so let's start with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I w- before I tell you why I think they're gonna break up, tell me why mm-hmm. you think they're gonna get engaged. So I think what tends to happen is sometimes a woman or a man is in a long term relationship. Mm-hmm. And then they get out of this relationship and the person that they find after their long-term relationship has ended ends up being the person that they end up with. Um, not yeah, settle, end up with. No, no, I and mean, that's, that's, that's a thing that happens I for have sure. always sort of questioned why Taylor is such an Anglophile. Anglo, yeah, Anglophile. Because, um, like, a lot of her ex-boyfriends have been, like, British and, like, um, not to mention, like, the rebound person that she dated for a little bit mm. before Travis and or in between Joe. And I think that um, essentially, uh, I just feel like their values align much more than anybody else that she's dated. And I think in terms Mm. of like guys that she's with, he is probably the only person at, at this stage in her life who can, who like matches um, like her level of, uh, not not faint, not stardom, but like just her level of like expertise and talent in that in that respective industry. So like oh, for six like years, she was da- she was dating like an actor who like is really like not that well known, and like then became known as like her boyfriend. So like all these jokes about like oh who put who on the map. The fact that we're having that conversation is like great because they're both at the top of their games their respective games and so in terms of like the values in terms of like um everything that i just said i think they make a better match and i also think it's kind of cute that she's with somebody who like can't spell the word squirrel or chipotle and like (laughs) because like this woman is like pumping out like lyrical um like you know uh whatever so i that's my prediction why do you think it's gonna go the other way okay those are all great sod points i love it i love that jen Mm -hmm. um I, before I tell you why I thought I think they're gonna break up, I do want to validate some of the things that that you're saying. It's funny because like I think he grew up in Ohio and she grew up in like Tennessee. I, mm-hmm. I might be getting that. And I I think there are debates as to like how long she spent where or whatever. But she seems mm-hmm. to be like an all American. I don't know about Midwest, but like Mid Atlantic slash like Midwest kind of kind of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, American. American girl, and he's very clearly like a Midwest boy, you know, mm-hmm. like a corn husker. Yeah. But, um, and so I, I validate all those things. And yeah, he is definitely, while like 
in terms of skill, pure skill, he's no longer at the top of his game. He was up until like two years ago, and he's one of the most famous um, players in what is without question the most popular sport in America. And now he might not have the international, yeah, the international like fame that even comes close to her stratosphere, but at least in America with like red blooded Americans, he's in her stratosphere. I mean, no mm-hmm. one is really on her level, mm-hmm. but he's, he's, he might not be in the same pew, but he's in the same church. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and like, you know, that's more than most, even when it comes to like the celebrity population. The reason I think that, so I, I will acknowledge there's definitely a chance to get, you know, it's one or the other, right? They're either getting engaged or they're breaking up. They're not just continuing this for another 12 months. Right. We can agree on that, right? Yes. Um, yes. I, I think the reason I went the other side is because if you take a look at uh, who, like, Travis Kelsey has dated, like, all his last, like, three or four girlfriends, they look nothing like Taylor Swift. Like, he's, I think he kind of has a type. But do they all look like each other then? Yes, yes, they do. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. So that's one. The other thing is I think it benefits them that they're both so busy. Now, I, I think when it comes to, like, normies like us, it's, like, long distance is really hard. I do wonder if there are benefits to that, though, when you're at that level of fame and celebrity, mm-hmm. where it's, like, you get pockets of really intense moments where you're together and mm-hmm. then you have to go off and do your own things for like a lot of the time. And I think when someone like Taylor, who's seems to always be working, right? Whether it's recording, performing, at a concert, whatever. Um, and then with with actors, which I think that's who she's been like dating like most recently. Um, mm-hmm. It's probably like feast or famine. I'm either gone for six weeks or I'm here for the next like six months between. Um, projects and Mm. with because they started dating during the football season where his schedule is like so regimented there's so much travel involved once the super bowl i mean depending on when the kansas city chiefs season ends he will all of a sudden have like a ton of time Mm -hmm. and i just wonder if that changes the dynamics of their relationship not necessarily in terms of chemistry or interpersonal um like uh interpersonal like interactions but more just like He's like, hey, you want to do that? And she's like, I, I can't. I'm, I'm doing this. He's like, oh, okay. Well, then, you, like, you, I just wonder what that's gonna. That's so be funny because like. now we're just like <laughs> getting into this like ins and outs. But it's one. Like, you're right though. It's 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 gonna be one or the other, right? Yeah, it, it, yeah They're yeah, not yeah. just gonna keep being boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah. Indefinitely. Well, I just feel like I mean they're in a honeymoon phase right now, so they can't get enough of each other, right? So like, um, he's just gonna follow her around on her world tour and watch every single show and I think he's gonna like love every single minute until he has to go back to training and then when he does like she'll show up at like at his pre-games and his games and like they'll continue to do what they've been doing but let's Jen I I forgot to mention something to you though yeah and you you might not be privy to this but there are I I don't want to call them rumors but there are like whispers and I think they're they're they make sense that he might retire after this season oh really yeah I mean he he looks I don't want to say washed or old, but be, and this is like, I don't Isn't want to turn this into like football older? pod. He, he, okay. So that's okay. That's a great point, Jen. His brother is older, but his brother is like almost certainly retiring after this uh, okay. year. And okay. because of the position that's different and how much. So actually his brother actually does play a more physical position, but with Travis Kelsey and the Kansas city chiefs, and I'm not trying to turn this into like football pod, but it's like, how re- how heavily they rely on someone his age is mm-hmm. very alarming. So unless they get a ton of help at the receiver positions, um, I mean this it's it's just so brutal how hard they're working Travis Kelsey. So I, I, no one's really sure. I, he hasn't said anything. This is based on nothing. People, I mean, this might just be based off absolutely nothing. But there are whispers that like. Yo, are are both Kelsey brothers gonna like retire at the end of the season? Okay, I mean, but like, he's gonna not just be doing nothing, right? Like, don't they I don't go know. on to do very I don't few know, do commentary very few or do. like even very if you're few, Jen. 
I mean, he can go found a protein company. I'm not, you know, like, I just feel like at that stage, or maybe he just wants to do nothing and just follow her around like a puppy. Like, that's fine, too. But that is really interesting. But I don't necessarily know that that, whether they spend more time together or less time. Like, I don't, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really think about that aspect. Like, I just... I just feel like they're just busy people in general with or without the NFL season being a thing. Um, but keep me updated on whether. Yeah, I will. I will. And sure. the Chiefs are not really, are they contenders for the. <sighs> they have like... always been, they have always been, but this is the first year where it looks like they don't look like a real contender. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. So maybe we'll maybe see. his okay. season will end earlier then. Yeah. It, that's what that's what it's looking like. Um, yeah. Okay. What okay. is your we spent third? a lot of we spent a lot of time on this. Um, also, wait. So yes, yeah. and then um, I think that the Beavers are going to break up because I think they're oh. just messy. Their timeline of wait. getting together was messy. They're, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. I have so many questions. Okay. Well, not so many questions. I guess my main thing is like, what is it that you have seen or heard that leads you? To Absolutely. Do it? I have heard nothing. nothing. Absolutely oh. nothing. No, it's not. That's not true. I just think the way that they got together was messy. Like he was kind of on and off with Selena Gomez. And then like they ended up like getting together and then they announced their marriage like six months after like they like officially publicly started dating to uh -huh. like I just actually really, really. And this is coming from someone who like really I like love Justin Bieber's music. I'm a believer. And um mm -hmm. And, you know, his his music doc is, like, one of the best music docs of all time, to mark my words. But, like, uh, I just <laughs> – I actually really, really hate um, – and I know it's their look and it's their thing. But, like, when you see photos of them, you do not know what event they're going to because they're both wildly dressed so mm. differently. Like, he is in his, like, full-on, like, matching sweat set, streetwear, whatever, and she looks like she's going to the Met Gala. And it's literally, like, could you guys, again, just a pet peeve of mine, but, like, it's just, like, I'm just, like, one of you isn't trying hard or, like, one of you isn't communicating or whatever. I also think that she's more into him than he is <laughs> into her. Um, oh, interesting. And there's, like, little, little, like, very little things to, like, you know, um, I mean, the fact that she's been obsessed with him and like was a stan since she was like in high school or what, or like middle school oh, is I like is a big thing. Mm -hmm. So I just I don't I don't really like them or understand them as a couple. And so that's if I was going to give you who I think will go all the way, then I wanted to give you who I don't think is going to make it. So there's that. I don't wish ill on anybody. And if they stay together, that's great. OK, great. All right, uh, let's move on. What's your next one? My last one is um, also around music, but I think we're going to get a Spice Girls reunion in 2024. What? Yeah. Wait. Why? How? What makes you say gonna that? It's going to be their 30th. Oh. It's going to be their 30th. There has been rumors, but, like, most of them have, like, debunked it. And, like, Jerry, or what's her name? Like, what's her Spice name? I forget. Ginger Spice, I was like Red Spice. Ginger Spice, um, Red Spice was playing was playing coy with it a little bit, but I don't expect like a full tour or an album or anything like that. But like to commemorate like like their thirtieth year, I think they'll release like a single or like do something, um, make an appearance. I don't know, but like I also think Victoria is much more open to it than she was like back in like 2019 when they did get together, but like was like minus posh. Um, and I just, I don't know. I have high hopes for it. Cause I, you know, they paved the way for all these girl groups and um, they're all like in the, in their prime, you know, they're like, there's, they're all active and doing stuff and they all look still pretty much similar to what they look like 30 years ago. So capitalize it, go for it, you know? Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right. right. What's your last one? My last one is, I think, after, uh, you know, uh, years, not years, let's say like the past five quarters, we've seen the streamers do different things like have ad-free versions and, and ad versions of their pricing, of their subscriptions, and some of them uh, increase in prices. I mm -hmm. think in Q4, we'll finally see 
them lower their prices. I, I just can't. I think more and more people not are even do, like keep at the price like you were. Yeah, I do. Here's here, here's my thing. Um, with and no, we with no like, oh, we're gonna lower prices, but we're going back to an ad model or anything like that. I I don't know what model they're going to, but I I think prices will go down. Here here's what I'm thinking, Jen. I think there are going to be more and more people, and we don't have to name names, mm-hmm. but I think you and I know people who like password share. And instead of like password sharing, they're going to go to a model where they'll, they'll start splitting costs and you'll see the amount of, so I, I think the streamers are going to have to choose, like, do we want more subscriptions at, at a cheaper price or less subscriptions at a higher price? And I think if they did the math, they'd actually benefit some I, of them. I really hope like a lower that price. yours, that your prediction comes true. I, I, yeah. I think, you know, when they were at. Before the the price hikes of of last year, people would be like, "Oh yeah, like I have this subscription. I'm not even really gonna check and ask my friends if they do. I just know I want one." Mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. because of the price hikes, people are being more conscientious. I think they're subscribing to they're like picking. They're trying to be more particular about which streamers they're subscribed to, and being more proactive about you know password sharing and sp- cut splitting costs with with friends and you know could you imagine if we had been able to you know share cable subscriptions with people in like the 90s and early 2000s mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. I, I think if you are organized enough and you are on top of it you know it can actually be this can you can probably spend less money than ever on streamers if you do it right in yeah. 2024 and i think the streamers will start noticing that in their subscriber numbers and then they're gonna be like you know what Let's just let's just go after quantity here. Okay. All right. So yeah, that's my prediction. I don't I don't actually think it'll happen, but that's just, you know, it'd be funny if that happens. I I will cross my fingers for yours the most. <laughs> uh okay, great. So yeah, so those are those are our predictions. So we reviewed some of the stuff we said last year. Uh these are our predictions for this upcoming year. And you know what? In in like twelve months. I'll we'll listen to this and see what we got right, what we got wrong. Yes. If we get even one thing right, if we get even one thing right, I think I'll be happy. Yes, one thing each. No, just oh, that's so uh, that's so ambitious of you. No, okay. I meant like one thing. Just in general. Two of us. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, you ready to move on to obsessions of the episode? No, we're talking about the Oscars first. Oh my gosh, you're right. Oscars. All right. So, uh. You texted me, and we were talking about the Golden Globes mm-hmm. this weekend, and you were like, we need to make moves now about the Oscar odds, and I am so sorry. Well, I guess it depends. It depends what you think is going to happen because I either have to uh, unfortunately inform you that it is now too expensive to wager on these things or – uh, we will be delighted that some of the odds have gone up for the underdogs. So uh, I'm going to read for you. Or no, let's do it this way. Uh, the only odds that are up, Jen, are best picture, best director, best actor, best actress. So those are the only that's four we like, have. That's a lot. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll go. We'll start with the performers, right? Who do you think? Yeah, who's your your odds on favorite to win best actor right now i'm gonna go with killian murphy he is in fact the the odds on favorite and then How- it's paul giamatti oh he's third um i'm going to guess that um number guess. two is bradley cooper that is correct but i'm really really rooting for Coleman Domingo for a movie I have no interest in watching and did not watch, but like, I just want to throw somebody else in there. I honestly, as long as it's not Bradley Cooper, I'm good with anybody winning. How come people really don't like Bradley You know Cooper what it is? Maestro? I think people like, like, we like Bradley Cooper. I don't like Bradley Cooper. I never what? said that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I like him as, um, what is it? The raccoon guy? What is, what's his name? Rocket. Rocket. 
I like Rocket. Um, I've never really liked Bradley Cooper. Um, I think this award season, it is kind of funny because he is kind of getting the same treatment that Anne Hathaway got like years ago mm. when she was campaigning for Les Mis. And listen, I think everyone should have dreams. I think you should be vocal about what you want. And like that in itself is not a bad thing. I just don't know why it rubs me the wrong way or it's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way that like he is so thirsty for an Oscar and has been on this like press tour where like he's just been weird, you know, like and I'm just like, dude, Hmm. like stop it. Um, Okay. I I thought his like comment about not having chairs on his like movie sets was like really funny but also like not inclusive of people who maybe need to sit down during the day whatever like I don't know I just but it's really funny because like we've all learned from this lesson of like we were so shitty to Anne Hathaway that one year and that she totally redeemed herself and then it was like oh we were so mean to her and like we're doing the same thing and I'm I'm saying we as broadly like as possible because like I'm like you know whatever but um I yeah I think at like you know, the Golden Globes is not, like, the best indicator of what is going to, like, for sure win or not win, but it it does, ha- it does play a role in, like, shifting tides and, like, either solidifying something or, like, introducing an element to, um, to the way that the season is shaping up, and I think that at this point, it is Killian Murphy's to lose if you wanted to put money on it, I would put money on it. And too yeah. expensive, Jen. It's yeah, so expensive. we will not because I everybody agrees with me then. Yeah, he uh, yeah, he's minus three sixty, which means you'd have to put three hundred sixty dollars just to win a hundred dollars. Yes, I like how you always explain it to me. Like always explain the like the he's three sixty right now. You period, and you can like end it there. But like you always, always, always explain the math, which I really, really appreciate. <laughs> All right, ready? Best actress. Who's the favorite? Um, I think Lily Gladstone's gonna win, so I think this is pretty like bagged okay. up too. And she made a very, very moving and profound speech. And sometimes that is all it takes to yeah, yeah. And so Emma Stone, I think, is the second per- second. Yep. Um, but it's actually not. Them. It's pretty close. I'll, I'll yeah, be it it is between them, and they both did win um a Golden Globe because the Golden Globe stupidly like categorizes oh, movies and... drama or comedy musical but i think if they don't give it to lily gladstone i do think that like there would be a little bit of a backlash and i'm not saying anything like that's like not like related to her perform. i think people obviously like are behind her because of her performance but like also like emma like you already won also not that this is like it should take historical context into consideration but you know how these things go so yeah so we're not um, betting money on like best well, actors. Oh, okay. Either. Well, he, well, here's the thing, right? Here's what I'll say is Lily Gladstone is not as much as a favorite as Killian Murphy in terms of the odds. Okay. She's not as expensive. She's minus okay. two fifty. Yeah. Um, which means two hundred fifty dollars gets you a hundred dollars. Emma Stone is pretty. I wouldn't say it, it's expensive, but it's certainly it's not. A, you're not getting super value too. But if it's between those two, it's not bad. Emma Stone is plus one sixty. So if you bet a hundred, you'd get. You'd win 160. So if you bet 100, you get 260 back. Yeah, but the point is to win, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Okay, ready? Let's do best director. Um, who do you think is the favorite? Uh, I think Christopher Nolan is now the heavy favorite, and I do not. Think he is Martin so expensive, Jen. He's yeah, minus 1400. Yeah, I don't think Martin Scorsese will be getting an Oscar this year. Um, he's running out of he's running out of time. Um, but who are the other people? So I'm assuming Greta Gerwig is in contention. Uh, yeah. So the rest of the people are kind of lumped up, um, and they're wildly, like you can get insane value okay. on this. On this, um, let's see, Greta Gerwig, she's plus fourteen hundred. So if you bet a hundred dollars, you get fourteen hundred dollars back or fifteen hundred dollars back. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all second in second is Martin Scorsese. Uh, mm-hmm. third is the director for Poor Things. Then you have... Yorgos Lanthimos, yeah. Yep, yep. Then you have, uh, like a string of directors, uh, the guy, no, the, the lady from Anatomy of a Fall, Greta Gerwig, Jonathan Glazer, Celine Song, Past Lives, then, like, mm-hmm. Bradley. Then you get to, like, 
really unlikely. Plus twenty five hundred. You know, Bradley Cooper from Maestro, Alexander mm-hmm. Holdovers, so on, and oh, you know, uh, the director from Saltburn, Ridley Scott for Napoleon. You know, mm-hmm. Sofia Coppola for Priscilla. I mean, Ben Affleck for Air is plus eight thousand. You know, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. David Fincher for The Killer plus ten. Oh my God, David Fincher! If you if you bet on David Fincher, Wes or Wes Anderson or Michael Mann, you'd bet a hundred dollars and get like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> yes. Well, once again, this is about winning. Not so. happening. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. Best picture. Who do you think is a favorite? I think we I think we need to put money on Oppenheimer. <laughs> it, Oppenheimer is expensive, Jen. It's minus five hundred. I think we should put money on Past Lives. Past Lives. Just kidding. It's Yo. not even coming up, is it? <laughs> no, it, it's it's down there, but it's there plus two thousand. You think? Do you think Past Lives even gets nom? Yeah. If if the Oscars are nominating ten movies, if for best mm. picture, if there's ten movies, then I think Past Lives gets a shot in. I I would have put money on so many things for Past Lives, but after the Golden Globes, I'm not sure. Gotcha. Um, it lost out on two awards that I think had the best it, it had the best shot in. So and today the they the cat none of the cast got nominated for like SAG. So I. I will have to kiss my, um, but you said we, we can't do below the line betting, right? Like is screenplay I mean, an you could. to bet on? Is, is what? Screenplay. Screenplay. Oh, unfortunately, not, not yet. They, they haven't released that market yet. All we okay. have is the four. But if they do, I, I will, I will put money on, um, Past, past lives on original screenplay. Original screenplay. Okay, as yeah. soon as that market comes up, yeah. I will let you know. Okay, great. Um, and then can I just talk about one more thing before we move on? 100%. If you had asked me two weeks ago who's winning Best Supporting Actor, I would have told you that we need to bet money on Charles Melton for May, oh. December, and ride mm-hmm. that wave. RDJ um, now. RDJ, I think, is now... Like now it's RDJ's to lose, which is why I think we should put money on Charles Melton. Oh, tell me more. Up until the Golden Globes, Charles Melton was still the heavy favorite. And like like I said, wow. what the Golden Globes does is it creates this like environment where it oh, upends wow. this like momentum because somebody comes up, wins, and then like gives like a fucking charming speech and everybody like is like, oh right, like this person exists or this person is great. And RDJ won and like literally like charmed with his like charming speech and like being the charming Hollywood person that he is. And then all of oh, a sudden okay. like the I tide like turn. But like but I do not want to forget what we've been talking about for the last like five months, which is that yeah. like this guy who used to be on River Riverdale, um, like single-handedly is the best thing about this movie about May December, and like it was like such a quiet performance, and like I I listen, I don't know that he's gonna win anymore, but I think if if his if we put money on him, and it's like financially okay for us to be able to yeah. do that then i think we should get in on it oh man you got me hype right now okay so we're looking but, at like do not yell at me or be sad when I, we lose. don't worry don't i won't, I won't. because I if, if we win we will make money okay all right no i like this i like okay. this a lot okay so all we're right. gonna wait for original screenplay and supporting actor mm-hmm. those are the two that that you're kind of keyed in on yes. right and, and then, i'll say this um, wait, yeah. wait, really quick because this is relevant when i was listening to last year's pod so two years ago, you were all over Parasite. Mm-hmm. Last year, you were all over everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Every time we do this pod, you are always ahead of the curve when it comes yeah. to the Oscars. If you're telling me that year. you, re- no, I no, but I think you are. You, you, I think you have it. You, you're on the money. You were on the money about Coda too. I think you're on the money about the things that Oppenheimer and the things that. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon are going to win. If you feel like there's a market with supporting actor and original screenplay where you're like, you feel good about these things, let's just see what the market says. Okay. And then we'll, we'll okay. base it off that. Sound good? Okay. Yep. Love it. <gasps> okay. Love it. All right. Um, do you have anything 
before we go to obsessions? Uh, no, I let's keep talking about you know our favorite topic, the Oscars, um, in the next few weeks. Love it, love it. Okay, uh, my obsession is uh, the the Zac Efron Jeremy Allen White movie, um, The Iron Claw. You know, watched, you know, yes. Steve. Until the SAG nominations were announced today, I would have told you that I think Zac Efron can sneak in a Best Actor, oh. um, like can be He's like good a Best Actor it. nominee. But I don't think it's gonna happen. But yeah. I'm so happy for him. Like I like love him. I love High School Musical. I love who he's become. I don't love his face right now, but that's okay. Um, and I can't wait to watch it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, it's good. It's legitimately good. It wasn't like amazing, but it is. It's very good. It's it's pretty moving. It's like insanely sad. But um, I would, Jen, if I were you, I would just read up on that family before you. I go did. In. Okay, good, good. I good, was good. like, what the heck is happening? I don't want it to catch you off guard and you're like, Steve, what the hell? <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. So I, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. You know, Jeremy Allen White and Zach Efron are both like really good in it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's yours? I would like to recommend a little sports doc called Beckham to you. I know it's not new. <laughs> I, I'm, I know, I know I'm like not very like up to date with like things or I save things for later and then I, I lose my, like, you know, like the uh-huh. cultural uh-huh. whatever has passed. But I sure. think if you like sports documentaries, like, it's pretty good. And, like, actually, um, the guy who directed it, like, this documentary, is, um, is like, a cast member of Succession, <laughs> which I thought was so interesting. Um, hmm. um, his name is Fisher Stevens. I forget the character's name that he plays, but he's one of, um, uh, like, a... What's the dad's name? Oh, Fisher. Oh, I know. I know who this. Is. You know who Fisher you, Stevens. Is. Yeah. I yeah. just Google. He's he was also on Lost. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, um, uh, obviously, like Beckham, it's it's like he has a heavy hand in it. So I wouldn't say it's like the most objective. I mean, none of them are life, anymore, Jen. But Literally I think he got really, anymore. really inspired by The Last Dance and, like, what Michael Jordan, like, and was like, I want my own version. And, like, listen, I didn't really know. Well, one, you know, I got into football, like, very recently. But, like, I didn't really. Wow, I know, did you seriously just call it football? Yeah. Obviously. Wow. We are calling oh it football. In this household, wow. we call it football. Um, Damn, dude. We, I did not understand his career as a soccer player other than, like, one beautiful man, but two, like, you know, th- have you ever watched the movie Bend It Like Beckham? I have not. Okay. It's a great movie from like the early 2000s. And like, um, if a movie is based on, it's not about him at all, but it's like this like Indian, uh, Indian British girl who like gets into soccer and wants to, and her role model is uh, David Beckham. And I was just like, okay, well, if he's good enough to like inspire people to want to be like good, like he must be a good player. Like I didn't really know anything about his career um, with like Manchester, with like Real Madrid, but like, or Real, I should say. Uh, but it's really, really good. And it it's like, it also goes into like, obviously like his relationship with like um, Victoria Beckham and like, just the the media frenzy that they have caused they cause with their like relationship and their marriage and all this stuff and just it's a nice look into like like stardom and how that intersects with like football or like sports and like um and just the the heartbreaks of like being traded and like and and not being good and like all of this stuff. Like I just thought it was so good and compelling. And again, if you can go into it knowing that it's not the most objective point of view, then like, it's just really, really fun. And so I, I really liked it. I really liked the glimpses of seeing like, like Victoria gets like interviewed and you've seen those clips where she's like, Oh, I oh, grew up middle. Royce. Yeah. 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 I and, love like, those that are, clip. Like, little, little, like, it just like, I don't know. Like I, I really, really, Really liked it. I thought it was very entertaining. So I think you would like it too, especially because you also like sports documentaries. So yeah, you should watch it. Um, Yeah. You know, uh, you should watch videos of him and like, there's this YouTube channel called like the Korean Englishman. I've seen it. I've seen all of his. um, Okay, great. Wait, yes. When he goes, eats 
and he's like such a good eater. Like I love him. Yeah, yeah. There are two with David Beckham. I've they're seen so both. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're good. Okay. All right. Cool. 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 All right. Um. So yeah, I, make sure to check that out. Make sure to check out Iron Claw if it's still playing near you. Um, Jen, fun as always. I can't always. wait next year to see if we get at least one thing right. <laughs> um, and then I'm sure we'll we'll really ramp up a lot of our, you know, um, Oscar stuff as we start approaching the Oscars and as, as we start approaching episode 100. So thanks everyone for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe wherever you get um, your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get it. Uh, Jen, you want to say bye? Bye everyone. Thanks for listening to us. <laughs>